0: Welcome to Real Ghost Chatter. I'm Marianne Paul, America's Lady of Supernatural Thrillers. Today our guest is Lori. Lori is an aide in an English as a second language class. She works with students from many different countries and she loves her job. She also owns our, excuse me there, I'm gonna have to fix that, LRW Travels and is a travel consultant traveling in one of her, is one of her passions. Lori has been interested in the paranormal since the age of 10 when her grandmother would visit her in the bathroom of her childhood home after her death. So Lori, tell us first about visiting with your grandmama in the bathroom, of all places.
1: Well, my grandmother died when I was about 10. And we weren't super close because I lived in Okinawa as a child, and she lived in Tennessee and had never left the state of Tennessee. But I was living in California when she died. And after she died, I noticed that when I went to the restroom, the bathroom would smell like my grandmother. (laughs) And it took a couple of visits for me to connect that scent to her. Um, But when I did, I found it really very comforting to me. it, It just felt like she was kind of letting me know that she hadn't completely left. And she was there, kind of keeping an eye on me. That also made me kind of want to watch what I was doing because she was watching what I was doing. So I should probably behave myself.
0: <laughs> that makes perfect sense for a ten year old, especially. <laughs> yeah. Um, how did you react when you did you did you get scared, or what was your reaction to knowing that she was there?
1: it was It was comforting. There wasn't any any scariness to it at all.
0: That's wonderful. I was
1: kind of, gl- yeah, I was just kind of glad she was there.
0: So you smelled her, which is definitely one of the supernatural paranormal experiences people have, um, but you didn't see her? No, I didn't see her. Interesting. But I knew she was there. Interesting. And how long did that go on? Um,
1: I would say probably four to six months
0: that is really amazing not only that what a comfort for a small child to know someone is watching over her from the other side
1: Um,
0: it was very very comforting you you um, shared a story with me and i would love it if you would share that story again here on this podcast and um, tell me and then we'll ask some questions or talk about that because that is so exciting
1: okay um, I had started dating a woman in California and we were sitting in her backyard and her kitchen door opened up into the backyard. And we were just sitting there chatting, probably drinking a Diet Pepsi or something, and <laughs> I saw someone exit from the kitchen into the backyard. And we were the only people there. <laughs> so, it startled me a little bit, um, but I didn't want to make it real obvious because we had only been dating maybe three or four weeks, and I didn't know how this person would react if I told them what I had seen. Right. Uh, but I, I do not have a poker face. And so uh, Bobby says to me, you saw him, didn't you? And I just kind of looked at her a little quizzically. It's like, you did, you saw him. I I know you saw him. And I'm like, uh, well, yeah, I, I did see someone and, um, she says, you're not the only one, right? Oh, okay. So now I know she's open to the idea that I've seen this person. And she says, what did he look like? I said, a lumberjack. And she said, yep, that's him, that's the same person. Wow. And I said, yeah, he was in, you know, like dungarees, blue jeans, and sort of a red and blackish um, plaid, like, a, like a, almost like a jacket, just kind of bulky looking. Mm-hmm. And she says, yeah, that, that, that's him. And I said, well, you know, who, who else has seen it? What's up with him? And she said, he hangs out in the back bedroom of the house and he's very depressing. He <laughs> cries all the time and he's very disturbing to my roommate. Um, she says, we don't know why he's here. And she didn't really want him here. She was afraid of him. He hadn't ever really done anything. You know, he didn't cause any kind of mischief, but she was just afraid of him. She didn't want any spirit thing around her house. And, um, I said, well, okay. Um, let me see if there's something I can do about it. See what I can find out or whatever. So I went into the back room. I sat down on the bed and I just started having a conversation with this person and uh or entity or spirit or however you want to phrase it right and um i found out that he was a lumberjack or a um oh i'm losing my word now he uh was like a logger a logger thank you yes he chopped down trees and things and and worked in the logging industry and he had a wife and a daughter both of them blonde and he had lost his life on the job.
0: Mm.
1: But he hadn't ever really finished crossing over because he was looking for them. He didn't get to go home and say goodbye to them. Mm. And so he it, that's why he was depressed and crying. He was still looking for them and he was somehow attached to this bed. Now I don't know if the wood in the bed was um from the area in which he lived or worked, or if he had anything to do with chopping down the trees that had to do you know that made this bed. I don't know how he was attached to it, but that's what he was attached to was the bed itself, not the home or the area and um he he was just lost he was just lost and very, very sad, and that's why he so they heard him crying all the time. And so I just told him that, you know, you're you're dead, pretty much, and uh, by now, so is your wife or your daughter, mm-hmm. and the only way you're going to find them and see them again is if you complete the process of crossing over, you know, then you could find them. Right. But you've got to do that. If you're hanging around here, you're never going to see them again. And he said goodbye and i said goodbye and nobody heard him again or saw him again so wow now
0: you also yeah. told me that you found out his name was jackson and he lived in missouri exactly and but you were not in missouri when you were when you met him
1: no this no this was in california he wow, was in missouri
0: and the wood and was obviously jackson
1: hmm. yeah so that is really and i don't crazy. know if this, I don't know if his first name or last name was Jackson. Right. He just said Jackson.
0: Could be either. And so, and he was gone and you never saw him again and neither did your friends, obviously. No. That's wonderful to know that you could help somebody.
1: Yeah. And I had not ever done anything like that before. I (laughs) just sort of went in there and, and did what felt naturally to me, you know, and... That was the result. I did end up living in that house for several years. Wow. Um, and yeah, he was not ever there again. So obviously your an first another... date worked out. <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> That's um, good. <laughs> That's... There, was an, there was another entity in that house. Wow. Um, and we didn't speak of this, you and I, before. Right. Uh, it was an elderly woman. Mm-hmm. And... Um, The first time that I saw her, I was walking down the hallway and I saw her sitting in the living room on the sofa. And um, I just looked over and she was sitting there and I just continued on going back to bed. But she liked playing with the kids toys. Then the children did not show up until sometime later. We ended up adopting them. Mm-hmm. whole different another long story. Mm-hmm. But I had seen her a couple of times since then. Um, sometimes I'd be sitting on the sofa and I would see her in the mirror. I would see her walking down the hallway. And she didn't bother anybody. you know she didn't she wasn't mournful. she she was just there. But mm-hmm. after the children showed up, you would hear her at night playing with their electronic toys. Oh, dear. And two of them in particular, one of them was one of those things that you would push it or pull the screen and and it would say, you know, A is for Apple and C is for cat and the first time that happened I was up and out of bed. Those kids were supposed to be asleep at school the next morning. <laughs> and yes. I went in there and they were sound asleep. Wow. And the toy was playing. And I ah, it's the grandma, the old lady. And then another, another toy that she liked was a little car. And its um, lights would flash on and it would make a little beeping sound. And it would do that when I was walking down the hall to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and it would do, and the kids were asleep. There's nobody around it, but it would do that little, you know, do its little thing. So did you have okay. to cross
0: her over, too?
1: I didn't. You know, I I liked her. Uh-huh. I liked her presence and I and I liked her presence around the kids. Uh-huh. And maybe that had something to do with my grandma being there for me when I was little. I don't know. Maybe. Uh,
0: yeah,
1: these, Yeah, these two were much younger. They were just um, see when they came to see us. They were two and three. Uh-huh. Um, but she was such a good presence in that room with them. I just let her stay.
0: Oh, and so she never caused any trouble or threats. She was just there yeah. and, and she enjoyed the toys, which I find interesting.
1: Yeah, she just played with the toys. It, it never woke the kids up. Woke me up in the middle of the night, but they slept through everything. So. Well,
0: isn't that the truth with children anyway? <laughs> so, yeah. I'm glad it didn't. It would have scared them had they, you know, they woke up. So it's a good thing that they didn't. Yeah. Now, did they ever see here, the little ones?
1: if they did they didn't voice it huh interesting you know, they never said anything about
0: it well it makes sense some people can see and some people can't you know how that is and so yeah. um i know that i've had experiences but people have been sitting right beside me and not had that same experience so yes. um i did think you know i don't know if this is a curse or a blessing sometimes but i do know it sure makes for a really interesting life in a conversation yes so, it does um, my, my other question to you would be, what advice would you give to a person having their first encounter, especially somebody who's like a skeptic and will think they're nuts, right? Because this is what people are gonna, first going to think, <laughs> <laughs> that they're absolutely crazy and they need to check in to the, you know, <laughs> the psych ward. <laughs> so.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I I would discount that right away because I've had way too many experiences. Oh, oh okay. me
0: too. Right. Right. Even, that person yeah, that's even all scientific,
1: that. you know that one, the,
0: the one that says there's no such thing as ghosts, that's the person I <sighs> wonder what we would give advice to.
1: But I, there is, that's all I can tell you, you know, I mean, I can't. Mm-hmm scientifically prove it to you myself i can right. only tell you the things that have happened to me right. on more than one occasion um that house had two i've lived in an apartment that um, had a spirit in it um i lived in a, in a house in a in a different town up in Tehachapi, and um there was i think there was at least two there i don't know exactly how many um, but there were several things that they used to do around the house Um, and then I remember just uh, being in a cemetery up in uh, Lake Isabella one time, and there was nobody around, just me, my girlfriend. And all of a sudden I hear a very old man singing, um, like that Get Along Little Doggy song. Oh, yes. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I don't know the words to it, so I can't possibly sing it for you. But uh, he's singing that, and I, I could see him in in my mind. I could I could see him sitting by a campfire with his little tin cup over this fire. And I looked over at my girlfriend, who was several rows away from me, mm-hmm. and she looked at me and she said, "You heard that, didn't you?" And I'm like, "Yeah, an old man was singing." She said, yeah getting along something i said get along little doggy." yeah and that was one of the first times or in one of the few times that i had a shared experience i might have thought okay that was a little nutty you know you're in a (laughs) graveyard and you're hearing this you know person singing and there's nobody here lori especially not some little old man by by a campfire um (laughs) if someone else hadn't been there and heard it with me that is, you know, so, I,
0: I think we all feel that way if we you know sometimes, because um, I was in a restaurant and this happened to me, and it's purportedly haunted, you know, but I the first time yeah. I was there, nothing ever happened to me. The second time I went in with my husband and my son, with they set us in a different room, and lo and behold, I was having experiences. And my husband and my son could not hear the it was loud, loud knocking on one side of the wall. I mean, just kept knocking and knocking. And I'm like, can you guys hear that? And they were no. And then I heard someone speaking to me and I thought it was one of them. And they're looking at me like, you know, mom's lost it. So (laughs) literally, you know, it's good to have a shared experience. But even if you don't, I truly know that I was experiencing something and I checked it with other people and they said, yes, that's exactly what can happen, you know, with some experts. And yeah. when you're having any experiences whatsoever like that, you know, they used to put you right away. They really did. Um, in my, when I was growing up, you were just crazy and got put away. And I'm so hmm. grateful we live now where we do. And people are open to the idea that, you know, we can't always see what's going on around us.
1: It It's amazing how many people have had experiences like this. I have had conversations with nearly everyone I've ever met mm-hmm. and almost everybody has a, a, an experience to share and if they don't then a family member or a really close friend
0: does exactly exactly but yet it was something not talked about until the recent couple of decades you know and, yeah. and- it was not accepted it's not I still not totally accepted but it is more accepted than it has been and I'm so grateful for that because I think we all need to share these experiences with each other because it helps for us to understand there are good people that have passed away some have gone on and some have not and there are also some bad ones Um, yeah but what you've experienced is being able to help somebody who was a person I don't see them as a ghost. I see them as a person.
1: Oh my goodness. So sorry about
0: that. That's all right. Sounds like somebody wants our attention. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, well. anyway, I, I this pretty much um, has <laughs> been a great conversation today, and that was a great ending. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so we just need to know um, next time. Apparently, I did not turn the oven off. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> and the stop alarm is going off in my house. <laughs> oh,
0: oh, that's not very good. Um, do you need to get off right this minute?
1: <laughs> no, that's okay. I turned uh, off the oven and I, I walked outside. <laughs> so, <clears throat> anyway, uh, well, one this thing that I have found uh, that I cannot. I cannot make this experience happen for myself. No, I went to right. the Whaley House, I think it's called the Whaley House in San Diego, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be haunted, one of, the, one of the most haunted places in San Diego, and I was so open to it, and I'm inviting the spirits, come on, come at me, I want to see you guys. Went through everything in that house, nothing, not one thing, I was so disappointed. <laughs> I took pictures in every room, nothing. I have and to laugh because, thing. <laughs> yeah, we can't control that one. <laughs> No, no, can And then another time I went and I stayed overnight in a fire station that's supposed to be haunted. And again, nothing. <laughs> you know, I'm not we laughing had... at you.
0: I'm sorry for your disappointment. Yeah. But I am
1: laughing. Yeah, because... so we had recordings going and we, we <laughs> stayed up all night and we, you know, had our cameras ready and we walked around the grounds and all kinds of stuff. There was nothing there. And I'm I don't think that it's because it wasn't haunted it just didn't happen for me then well I am looking you. for it yeah that's right I think that's part of it
0: and um, the other part of it is it just proves that um, you can't make this stuff up <laughs> it's just like yeah. it's gonna happen when it's gonna happen because whoever those whatever they are these entities that I really some of them I really do believe are people that are stuck here for some reason others are not Mm -hmm. you know but they're more much nastier creatures that are here but literally I believe that we just need to be we can't make them do what we want them to do or make it happen because it's not us that's doing it yeah and you know that just kind of I think verifies some of our experiences for you to say that because it's true. I could go, I mean, it's just like me going to the catfish plantation. You know, the first time I went, nothing. The second time. Right. Yeah. But this pretty much, I think, should, that's a great way to end it, I think. Um, This concludes the podcast for now. And I just want to thank you so much for sharing your adventures with us, Lori, um, because it has been really fun. And I've really enjoyed Thank talking you. to you. Um, if you enjoyed the podcast, to, I'm talking to the people out there and YouTube. I encourage you to share okay. it with others you think would also be interested. Um, I will I will um, email you, Lori, the link so that you can do what you'd like with okay. it. And if you'd like to know more about me, you can go to MaryAnnPaul.com or AuthorMasterminds.com forward slash mary ann dash Paul, and it's spelled P O L L. Until next time, as my Irish grandma would say, may the wind always be at your back, the sun on your face, and the good Lord take a a liking to you. Thank you for listening.